Hey guys, this is Table Talks with the Tares, an inside look at the everyday conversations we have at our table. This is MJ. <laughs> this is Ash. <laughs> and today we are talking about vision and strategy mm -hmm. and how they go together or how they butt heads sometimes, hypothetically speaking in our case. Maybe. <laughs> We also talk about how we used both vision and strategy to come up with a decision on purchasing our new house. And then we talk about the importance of complementary strength sets on teams. <laughs> so there you go. That's this episode. Hope you're intrigued. And All right. Hope you enjoy. Wow. <laughs> Today we want to take some time to unpack this concept of like the difference between a visionary versus somebody who is more of a what do you call that like a strate strategist strategist yeah and i think we've seen it a lot throughout just different circles or ways that we've been involved in leadership but i think i really just want to contextualize it too we're not like some sort of we have this like discerning eye for leadership honestly the reason that it probably becomes so consciously aware for us or the reason we are so aware of it is because you and I are so different yeah in that and so through the years we're like as we're learning each other mm -hmm. I um see that you definitely bring more of one over the other and I am exactly the opposite mm -hmm. and so I do want to talk about how in making the decision to purchase the house that we have now in Charlotte, mm -hmm. how that came to be for us to be able to work together and how in that process we were also not working together and we almost had fists flying and words spoken Wow! during that time. So I just wanted to contextualize like what we wanted to talk about today. Yeah. Vision versus strategy and why they're, I mean, they're obviously both important, yeah. but how do they work together? Right. Because a lot of times they're butting heads. Yeah. So essentially we're trying to pitch the idea that you need both Ashley and I in any group. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you're either only going to get continuous optimization with no implementation or directionless optimization or on the flip side, just a lot of big picture stuff without any execution. Yes. Would that be fair to say? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And it's hard because I think so in our relationship, I'm the visionary and you're more of the strategist. And I definitely understand the need for strategy, but it's hard in the heat of a moment. And we can talk about how this like breaks down for us to not feel like you're combating the vision actually. Yeah. Like you're trying to find ways to actually not make it work. <laughs> yeah. When that's not actually what's happening and so my experience in being married to you being so different than me but also you know I've talked about how I've worked with I used to work with hundreds of leaders and so I saw this play itself out over and over and over on different teams in meetings especially planning meetings it's a nightmare when you put vision and strategy together um, and so yeah I think it's it's helpful to talk about because I think people can say, oh, yeah, you need both. But wherever you tend to fall, it's really hard in the heat of the moment to see the value of the other. Yeah. And I think 
it's easier to work with people that think like you. And so for yes. you to have to go through the struggle of what defending yes. what you're trying to bring up. Right. Or, and again, the reason I'm bringing this up is because this literally happens to us all yes, the time. Yes, we have to do this all the time. <laughs> Where I'm like, hey, well, I don't say hey. I just say, why is this the way that it is? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, look at this amazing thing that I came up with. It look sucks. at this idea. You're like, this is so This is the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I don't say that, but even in how I, I get, I get in trouble because in, even in how I immediately try to think through how could this be a little bit better. Yeah. You try to optimize immediately before I think sometimes the idea is fully fleshed out. Yeah. I think I get in trouble because I immediately look to optimize it without acknowledging the first the work that you've done in the first place yeah to get us to a place where we can even con start concentrating our energy and effort towards a common goal right and so on the visionary i think the reason why a strategic person would need the vision is because it allows you to concentrate the effort towards this like long term yeah like this is this eventual goal that we have and i would think that a visionary probably lacks the exact clarity on how to get there yes and so the only thing is without having that picture or that long-term goal like what is it you're, you're actually optimizing right. right yeah yeah so i think it requires a lot of self-awareness and you and i have had to become more self-aware simply because we are so opposite so we're bringing different things to the table seeing different things all the time and yeah. having to learn how to work together and I think specifically the the piece of strategy or maybe the strategic trait that I am particularly lacking in is prioritization. Mm -hmm. That I feel like is my big struggle. And so I've yep. had to learn. I'm very visionary. And so I'll, I, I ideate. Yeah all the time I have these ideas running through my head and what if we tried this? What, why do we do it like this? What if we did it like this? I'm constantly have mm -hmm. ideas coming into my mind mm -hmm. of things that are very kind of long-term focused, like in the future. And I have a hard time with the prioritization of, okay, what's the next step? <laughs> what's the next right. important step, you right. know? And so I, yeah. And whereas I feel like for you, you're really good at the efficiency piece. You're also very innovative. Um, and so you also can ideate a lot, right. um, but more with a mindset that has that prioritization, that ability to prioritize as well. And yeah. so kind of the order of operations, but also roadblocks you're really good at seeing roadblocks that would come up that would prevent that idea from actually working mm -hmm. and so yeah i think how we present that to each other has led to conflicts yeah <laughs> throughout the years right and we've had to learn okay how do we because together those things like we're it's literally like we're a powerhouse team because we have right. vision and we have strategy right yeah but when we are in the process of kind of working through that, it's a lot of headbutting because I feel like you're not maybe acknowledging or catching on to the ideas of what I want the end result. Maybe mm -hmm. you can't really see the end result of what I'm looking 
to accomplish mm-hmm. um, and just kind of atta- feels like maybe attacking the ideas. Right. And on your side, you're seeing just like this idealized goal that's lacking in efficiency. Yeah. Or, or the ability, Right. Yeah. The ability or sustainability. You I know? think what's interesting too is that because we've had to work that out in our own relationship so frequently because mm-hmm. of how often it clashes and how we just approach something. And I do want to get back to talking about the home buying process yeah. because that really came to a, the surface again. Yeah. But I think inadvertently in having to work through that as well, we just get a sense of, we're just a little bit more sensitive to seeing a leader or being under leadership mm-hmm. where they are stronger in one over the other. Yeah. And if in their team, they are not intentionally recruiting for or complementing their giftings yeah. or yeah. their talents yeah. with that opposite talent set. Yes. It becomes super obvious yes. to us yeah. because of how in how you and I are so different and the way that we've seen it work well when we are in tune with how we want to accomplish something. Yeah. We can also see when, again, when somebody's just a visionary mm-hmm. or somebody's just a, somebody who like executes a vision or somebody who just, you know, just the various giftings where, yeah, or, 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 you know, just inclinations that they have in their leadership style that we think of immediately when we see somebody that is a little bit on this like one side over the other yeah we're like man this person could use a you know implementer or this person could use a somebody who will say no to them (laughs) yeah yes yeah and i think i'll say this about that and then we can actually talk about the tool and kind of how this breaks down but i think it takes a leader being willing to admit their weakness because yeah. they're having to say, I'm lacking. Like the visionary leader has to say, I have the ability to come up with this idea that I want us to run towards, but I am not the one to carry it out. <laughs> I got right. no idea how to make this happen, but right. here's this idea. But as the leader, that person often feels the responsibility or the pressure to take it on themselves to also be you know, the idea generator plus the implementer plus the evaluator, yeah. plus, the, plus the everything. And so it takes a secure leader to say, I have, you know, for the visionary, it's, I have an idea. I have no idea how we're going to accomplish this. Yep. I need strategic people around me who can see how to make this happen. And mm-hmm. I need to be willing to be humble enough to allow them to step into that. And, and sometimes they're going to be leading and taking us places because they're the ones who understand how to optimize or be efficient or to see roadblocks yeah. that are just in my weak place, you know, in my blind spot areas. That leader has to be confident and secure in themselves to be able to say, that's not my role here at the table. I brought you to the table because you're really good at seeing the weak spots. Right. So when you see them, I need you to speak up to them because I can't. I, I've not met a lot of leaders who are secure enough to do that. On the flip side, the strategic leader has to understand that, you know, they're going to have a tendency towards nitpicking or micromanaging mm-hmm. if they're not able to bring other people who are lacking in that visionary side of 
um, bringing new ideas to the table. You know, they're really going to lack in that. And so, yeah, I say that to say you have to be confident in who you are and in who you're not um, in order to really lead a team through that well. Mm -hmm. We've had to do this in our marriage. and And I say this because I've had to admit I can come up with some good ideas. Right but you're the one who's really going to help those ideas come to life. Yeah. And what's nice about it too, is cause let's just go into, and I want to hear your side of this too. In what's nice about when we do come to the same page about, you know, buying a house, mm-hmm. we get to the other side of it. We feel fully at peace and feel really good about the decision we've made because it's gone through like the iteration of being the, the picture is painted it's been optimized. We filter it through both of our systems and we arrive at this decision. Yeah. And so with the tool on the home buying side, I don't know, it's been a couple of weeks now, but mm-hmm. do you want to talk about like how you put that all together yeah. and then the time you spent putting it together and then like walk me through how you felt when sure. I first started looking at the tool? So I initially had this idea that it would be really helpful if we had some sort of tool for being able to assess these houses. We're looking, we're in a different state. We don't have the luxury of going and taking a weekend and we knock out 10 to 15 houses that we're going to look at, you know? So we have minimal time and ability to actually see these houses. How can we evaluate enough? How can we broaden our scope of being able to filter through houses online to get to the point where when we do make the trip out there to go look at houses, we're not wasting our time on houses that could have maybe been better vetted. Yeah. Right. Because you you have to take weekends it, that involves bringing our kids or getting babysitter. You know, there's so many logistics that I wanted to make the most use of our time while we were looking at this. So looking at these houses. So I thought, It'd be really helpful to have a tool that can serve in the vetting process because sometimes also when you're looking at houses, there's sometimes you can get these emotional attachments of like, well, I really like this thing about this house. It's like this one aspect of this house, but Mm -hmm. everything else doesn't work, you know, but you get so attached to it. And it's like, we can't afford in this season and with the constraints that we have and being in a different state, like all of these things working against us, we can't afford to be emotionally attached to a house or some aspect of a house that the rest of the house is not going to work for us, you know? Right. So how can we create this tool that really takes that out of the equation and allows us to on paper as best as we can vet these, you know, the dozens and dozens of houses that we have to go through mm-hmm. in order to arrive at a set of houses that are good like actual viable options for us to look at in person right and then once we do that be able to filter from there what's going to best fit our family in this season where we do have Graham living with us and we have small children and you know all these things and so I had this idea to come up with this tool (laughs) that would basically just list out our priorities and then our wish list items keep it all in kind of 
not an Excel spreadsheet, but a similar, a table mm-hmm. kind of way to where you could just check the boxes as you look you yeah. know, through things. Does it have this? Does it have this? Check, 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 check. Okay. If it has this, then we look at these things. Mm-hmm. If it has these things, then we look at these things and then basically score the house and whatever house has the highest score, that's the one that's just yep. going to work for us that we should go with. So of course I create this tool and it's very visionary and it's like, Ooh, here's all these, you know, yeah. I'm having fun with it and spending time on it. You're very proud of it. Yeah. Very like, wow, this is like such a good idea. This could be really helpful for us yeah. and just playing around with it. But I, I feel like at this point in our marriage and in my life and in my own personal leadership journey, I have learned I'm not the person who's going to come up with a great tool, right? It's not going to be like the most aesthetic thing you've seen. It's going to be super functional. And my mind's all over the place because I got all these ideas mm-hmm. and I've just kind of thrown it all together. And so, you know, I'm not the person to come up with like the best tool, but I got a good idea, you know? Yeah. And so I'm, I've, I'm at a point where I feel like... <laughs> I know when I present this to you, I'm probably not <laughs> going to get the response that I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> but yeah, so I was like really excited to show you this tool. We sit down and I'm like, look at this. I've listed out. Here's all our priorities that we talked about. Here's our wish list items. And I've created this tool. Da, 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 da. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. And so you saw my face like what, what went through your mind because we're literally going, we're, we're dissecting an argument that we had at that time. Yeah. Immediately the the vibe I think that I get <laughs> is because it's not in your words, but it's definitely in your like demeanor it's and in the tone face. of your voice. Yeah. You'll like rub your hand through your head. Like yeah. your hair. I can tell that's like a oh my gosh. I start punching what? myself. Not punching yourself, but like <laughs> a I can tell there's like this thought of like Oh my gosh, like this, this doesn't, this yeah. is not how I would do this is probably the first thought right. yeah. that I would guess is going through your yeah. mind. Or why do you do this like this? Why <laughs> is this here? It's more of that than, yeah. And so, or what am I even looking at right now? <laughs> so like, That's another you know? <laughs> one. Yeah. Generally. So just things like that where it's like, man, immediate, like shut down, mm-hmm. you know? And so. Yeah. It- Man, it's hard because it's it's hard to it's hard to admit that that's actually what's going through my mind because what I should do is recognize like not actually start evaluating it as much as just recognize look at the time that your wife spent putting together some sort of system in order for us to make this next big decision that's mm-hmm. that we're facing in our life less daunting. And that's really what I should have taken away from it. But instead of being like, babe, thanks for spending the piddly amount of time that you actually have free to do something like this and like getting us started by painting this picture of how this could be tackled. Instead of like, what the frick is this? Like, I don't understand anything <laughs> that you put in here. And that's like, the first thing I go to. Yeah. And man, that's that's really challenging to hear because I do need to take a step back and be like, okay, the heart of this is to get clarity in how to make these decisions. And I think you should give yourself a little bit more credit. The tool you use is very aesthetic. It's like it's built very aesthetically so that even though it's just an Excel spreadsheet at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it looks really nice. And you've gotten it to a place where you like can format it and make it look very like it doesn't look boring. Hmm. 
And so I think just so that you know, what went through my mind is that as a person who was seeing it for the first time, Mm -hmm. it was hard to really prioritize you know, the, the, my mind immediately went through, okay, there's a list of like 10 to 20 houses here that are high level candidates potentially that are already on the list or should be added to the list. Mm-hmm. It's really difficult at a glance to be able to see which of these houses hit five of the 10 things that we want, six out of the 10 things that we want. And then which of these 10 items are like the two to three key items that we have to have. Right. And so I immediately started thinking about, okay, how do we need to rearrange these so that they start prioritizing based on the things that we must have, like for us at the time, like we need a space for Graham. Right. She can have to herself. Yeah. And like that was, I remember that to be one of the items. And if it didn't have that, it doesn't matter how cute the house was. Right. It's not going to work for yeah, us yeah. if Graham didn't have her own. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it was things like that that was that immediately my mind went to without even considering the fact that, man, shoot, like my wife spent all this time on it. Yeah. Like she's really proud of it, but I didn't even like take a th- 10 seconds to be like, hey, babe, thanks for doing this. Like, thanks for putting this together. <laughs> I think a, a person who would resonate with your mind and how you operate a really helpful thing when you're in that brainstorm, probably a brainstorming meeting is like your yes. worst nightmare because it's like, oh my gosh, we're going to throw out all kinds of ideas and half of them aren't even like worth pursuing because they would never work. So like this is such a waste of time, you know? Yeah. And so I feel like something that would be helpful to hear as a visionary from the strategist is like in that specific example of you and I. Yeah. Just one blanket insert of, hey, this was actually a helpful tool. Yeah. And then from there, if you were to say, I think we should change this. I think it would be helpful if we could prioritize right. this. I think right. we could da 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 da. It feels to me like you're capturing onto the vision and wanting to bring it to life rather than trying wh- to knock it down. Yeah. From the get go. Yeah. And. Yeah. I, again, like I have learned yeah. in my personal journey, yeah. I'm not the person who has the strategic mind like that. And so I've learned to be like, hey, I need your mind and your eyes on this. Tell me what's wrong. Yeah. Like, let's go th- nitpick this. Tell me every obstacle. Let's work through it. And I've learned not to take that personally, but that that's actually helpful and what I need in order mm-hmm. to bring these ideas to life, you know? And so yeah, we've, we've definitely gotten better at not taking it personally yeah and that the way that we actually rub each other the wrong way is a good way to actually improve the things that might be blind spots for the other person yeah i think what was hard in that particular instance was that i was receiving from you frustration or (laughs) irritation yeah and that feels geared towards me Mm -hmm. when it was really just that you were trying to figure out what was kind of going on Mm-hmm. And it's also hard at the very onset to know at what step in the journey are you in the home buying process. And so is this still in the data accumulation phase? Mm-hmm. Is this already validating something that you already feel about a specific house? Mm-hmm. And and so without really knowing where you're at in the process, it makes it really difficult for me to know how to insert, you know, yeah. I don't want to say something or critique something that I've, you've already decided to be the one 
Mm. in terms of houses. And that's probably part of some of the probing or the questions that come up is that like, where are you in the home buying process with showing me this? Mm -hmm. And I just need to know, I just need to acknowledge that again, you've spent the time to do it and that it actually helps distill or focus or concentrate the amount of optimizing that we can, you know, put towards this to bring clarity to the decision that we make. That's going to be a really big decision. Yeah. And I mean, it wasn't a full out fight or argument that we had, but it was pretty tense there for a while. Maybe. I mean, it lasted a few minutes. Yeah. It wasn't long. I feel like I get to the point where I was like, okay, I'm receiving some frustration from you and I just need to know, is this tool not going to work at all? Or do you need to just make this better? It's a great, and then you were like, I need to make it better. And I was like, okay, tell me everything that's wrong with it. Like, let's get through this. Like, (laughs) yeah, it was tense there for a second. And I think, Back to the actual use of the tool too. The fact that you had to deal with like columns and data points and didn't have the pictures of the houses actually kind of helped decide or bring confidence in the decision we were making because you weren't allured, swayed swayed by how good the photographer was in taking pictures of the house. And we were really looking at, okay, does it have the number of bedrooms we need? Does it have the space for Graham? Does it have the things that we'd have deemed to be must haves. Does it have those wish list items? And we were just looking at yes or yeses or no's and stacking them. And so I think that ended up being really helpful. And what's ironic is that when we first started the home search journey, mm-hmm. the house we are actually going to move into was the first house we saw mm-hmm. on all of the searches and we were always like, man, it's always got to be. It's going to be that house. <laughs> but we kind of joked like, meh, right. not that one. And we did this tool and plugged everything in and it just checked all everything. the boxes. Yeah, It was the only house that checked all the boxes. It was like frustrating literally. how it checked all the boxes. It's like this house literally couldn't be yeah. more ideal for us. Yeah, it's like it, it's like it's a scavenger hunt where the first clue is the solution. Yeah. is what it felt like yeah. because you want to keep searching right and you want to keep looking and you're like are you serious like this is it yeah and again now that you know once we've worked through the refining of the tool through our conversations with each other let's mm-hmm. just call it our conversation our deliberation yeah. we were able to just build a lot of confidence around okay this might be the first house we saw this might be the first house that came up on listings yeah but this is the house we should move forward with. Yeah. And it, we just knew like that following day that we we're going to move forward with it, put an offer on it. What do you think, what would be helpful for y- you to hear in those initial or yeah. brainstorming type meetings to kind of steer your mental energy towards what's actually trying to be accomplished which is maybe sometimes it's just ideating you know and sitting in that place what do you think is helpful for someone who is more strategically minded yeah to set them up for success for those meetings i think what would be helpful is to contextualize where the visionary is at in the process when presenting something so if we're in the if we're in the ideation phase yeah then starting off with Rather than just being like, hey, look at this tool, add to that, hey, look at this tool that I've put together 
that'll help us hopefully determine how to prioritize this home purchase process. And so it'll help me know that you'll, you know, it's, it's a tool that's for both of us to go through as we look at houses while we're in Charlotte. And it's a tool that'll hopefully let us not be swooned by the photography or when we're in Charlotte looking at the house that we're not totally, you know, focusing on something that's not one of the important things that we've deemed to be important to have a must have for our you know for the house we're going to move into and really just i don't know it it's helpful to know are you still trying to improve it are you already starting to like or do you want me to start filling it with data and is it something that's more for you is it for us you know and you might have alluded to these things you know as you were putting the tool together but as much as possible the difficult or the challenge with a visionary is that you're very long-term oriented mm -hmm. that it's hard to know are you like, talking about where this, are yeah. you in the process? yeah, is, are, yeah. Are you, is this 10 years out is this five years out is this three years out yeah or is this something that we need to act on tomorrow yeah yeah and so knowing because on the uh, innovation side it's probably easier for us to be more short-term oriented yeah like what can we fix today what can we optimize today and knowing where we're at in the timeline of what you're presenting to me is very helpful because for things that are far out for me, I just let you do it. Like where you're at right now with what you're putting together for each of the rooms that we're going to yeah. be in. Like that's still in my mind a little bit far out. So I just let you do it. Yeah. And I know that it's going to get to a point where we actually have to start implementing these things. And I'm going to have to be really careful about how I give you feedback yeah because you've spent a lot of time doing this now in terms of making sure that we have things that you know our furniture items that don't clash with everything else that's in the room along with how the room what color is in the room things like that and i can't just go in and be like well i don't like that i like this right and yeah. that doesn't tell you or that doesn't affirm the amount of time that you've spent actually preparing or thinking through or visualizing what that actual room could look like and so so that's i bring it up because it's related to this whole entire home buying purchase but this clash between you and i is not new it's something that we've gone through a lot and it has also taught us to see the importance of building in your leadership people that you are working with that are exactly opposite from you and being willing to take no and criticism and that type of feedback that you might not be used to yeah because as difficult as it is having you in my corner has made me a better strategic person hmm. and vice versa hopefully yeah that yeah. you've been more willing to you know stomach the feedback from me <laughs> and i try to be softer about it and less <laughs> critical <laughs> yeah it's not even about criticism necessarily i think i've as a visionary, so I'd be speaking to visionaries, I've had to learn, I have to hold the execution super loosely yeah. because the way that this idea that I have is gonna carry out is probably gonna be like super far from what I originally envisioned it to be. And I've had to learn that as a visionary. So I hold my execution very loosely and understand that someone else probably has a better idea of how to actually bring it to life. And so I surround myself with those people. You also, as a visionary, have to surround yourself with people who are tell you it's a bad idea. Yeah. So right. that's super important. And if you're not, if you can't stomach that, if you're not 
secure enough in your leadership. I just, I don't know. I would question whether or not <laughs> you're supposed to be in that position in the first place. Right. To the strategic person, I would say, don't cut the ideas at the knees before they're all out on the table because you've got to let them all get out if you want the best to rise to the top. You might silence the best ideas from ever getting out on the table. So just pump, yeah. pump the brakes before you cut it out at the knees. Yeah, yeah. Let, let your language be conducive to an environment that adds additional ideas to the table. Yeah. Yep. Otherwise, you're shutting your visionary down. Yes. Or your wife in this instance. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes, you know, the... Sometimes you do miss out on the best ideas yeah. by by silencing that prematurely. So, Well, hey, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of Table Talks with the Tares. We'd love to hear from you. And if there's something you'd specifically like for us to talk about, visit honors underscore dot com slash table talks to let us know. And if this episode was helpful to you, be sure to subscribe and to also share it with a friend. We really appreciate your support. All music is from the OG MJ Tare. Join us next time for another conversation at our table.